All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Wrestling Tonight. I am your humble hardcore host, Mad Dog Butch. Joining me as always, the Detroit demolition to my Lord Humongous, (laughs) none other than Brace Beamer. (laughs) I had to wind that one up. It's been a while. (laughs) And our very, very special guest joining us once again. For our one-year anniversary show, he was our very first guest on Wrestling Tonight. None other than Michigan professional wrestling legend, the pretty boy redneck, Levi Blue. Pretty much scraping the bottom of the barrel to bring me back here. (laughs) No, no way. No way. First Um, class all the way. uh, So before we get started, uh, we always like to present our... Our, our guest a gift and um i will say this no, a lot of times i just go through my personal collection and try to find stuff um i i couldn't really find any cool wrestling stuff that i thought you would like so i got you a little bit something different but i think it is right up your alley and it is the freight rags exclusive garbage pail kid freight rags freddy t-shirt oh dude that is cool <laughs> never worn i've never worn it so yeah it's still got all the creases so, in it yeah, yeah. well so, that's cool. thank you for being back appreciate it i'm gonna show you something yeah. okay and, it, and it has blood on it, it too <laughs> but your very first show i still got it you handed me a ted dibiase money isn't everything it's the only thing money clip nice. yes and Yes, I did. Still carry it around with me. So, I mean, it's cool. I carry it in it? my wallet, but uh, it holds my business cards. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, it's pretty empty there. I mean, well, I got oh, four okay. whopping bucks. You know? <laughs> That's more than I got. He was mugged on the way over. Beer money. <laughs> the mean streets of Lake Orion. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, going to cost me the dog park across the street. <laughs> uh, so... Unofficially, I am calling the year 2019 the year of the comeback for old dudes. Because <laughs> okay, <laughs> hey, I'm included. I mean, we're you know, I we're older than you. I'm a young whippersnapper, uh, so I'm including us in that. We made a comeback on this show. Yeah. Uh, let, the last time you were on here, your your future seemed a little uncertain, but you've been tearing it up lately. Uh, and what well, what you have. I mean, you, so how, how does that happen? Be a little you, braggadocious. Uh, I, I mean, when, <laughs> when, you're, when you're ready to get back in the ring, I mean, how does that work? Do the promoters call you or do you call them and tell them that you're, you're in, in good enough shape to, to get back or, or what? How does, that, how does that normally go? Well, that would have been a lie if I would have said something like that. But, uh, you know, what wound up happening is uh, I think we were talking about it maybe the first time I was here. By the way, congratulations on a year, you guys. Oh, thank you. Going in here. Thanks, man. Um, thank you. And uh, you, you know, you you set the tone um, for us the very first show. Uh, we couldn't have had a better first guest. So I appreciate that. Um, no, uh, XICW. They were doing their wrestling with a vet, and uh, the promoter uh, Malcolm Monroe got a hold of me and asked me if I wanted to get back in the ring again. And I don't know if you guys are real familiar with the wrestling with the vet series, but it's actually a very cool concept. You. We, we talked about it a little bit last time. Right. But, uh. Well, anyway, I picked up a partner in a uh, 
guy by the name of Billy Ray Daniels. He was my rookie. And uh, we won the whole thing. Okay, we, we won the wrestling with the vet season five. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, which was pretty cool. But during that time, uh, that particular uh, promotion, that particular show, uh, wrestling with a vet, it uh, kind of hit. It got some mainstream attention. And next thing you know, Billy Ray and I are getting booked like every weekend. <laughs> and which for him was good, uh, but for yeah. me and uh, my body and uh, my sanity, not so good. Um, let's just say some personal issues came into play. And I had to step back uh, pretty much uh, last year. Okay. Uh, well, you shouldn't be so mean and care so much about your sport then. Well, <laughs> it, it was just uh, uh, personally, I mean, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, my son uh, decided to join the military. Right. So he graduated. We, we dealt with that. And, uh, nice. My daughter, she's uh, moved out, and she's got a pretty steady boyfriend. So. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, some personal issues on top of, uh, you know, what we like to call in the business, a shoot job got in the way. Right. So, uh, <laughs> but, you know, promoters, uh, they still like to bring us old guys in uh, because, you know, we uh, we know how to work at old school. You know, these, right. these kids nowadays, uh, they're going to go out there, you know, for lack of a better term, kill themselves for a hot dog and a handshake, and it's yeah. like... <laughs> You know, they, they want us right. to kind of teach them a little bit. So, okay. Uh, not, to, not to get right off topic, we'll get back to this, but um, I, I just sent him something yesterday, uh, you know, go, going off of what you just said about that. Um, Chris Jericho was on an interview with somebody, and he basically he was talking about how he had to train the AEW guys how to have tag team matches. Uh, I mean, he specifically kind of mentioned the Lucha Brothers. They're saying that that's how they do it. Lucha style is just don't make a tag, just come in. And, and that is part of it. I mean, uh, I, I know a part of Lucha before, at least. I mean, I don't really follow it like I used to. But, you know, when they would go outside of the ring, then that meant the guy, other guy could go in the oh, ring. Oh, I thought they right. still so, had the tag. Nope. Not, not as far as that rule goes. Oh, maybe that, that was a long time ago. <laughs> still a rule. But not just those guys. Other guys, you know, he was talking about how, I mean, what what did he say? He said, oh, yeah. You're, uh, you know, you're. You're, um, you're you're burying, burying the referee, the referee and, yeah and, and, near and dear and to my heart stuff. there yeah because right. i've so. seen that throughout the indies you know people just don't know how to do the tags anymore how to distract a referee you right. know you know and that was actually so. kind of pointed out to billy ray and i because we came up with this move it was like a, a double knee strike double hammer uh take the guy flip him around twist him throw him into a neck breaker and the referee's just standing there going i'm like ah yeah you know we should probably be distracting this referee because we're gonna get disqualified here pretty soon so yeah has anybody ever done that to you did the old disqualification or a pinfall when you know when you maybe didn't kick out or you were kind of negligent on the rules and the referee really run you run you up uh from a competent referee, no, that's never happened to me. <laughs> uh, I'll make a, a quick story, and I don't mind calling out the promotion because it's since uh, passed on, but I was doing a show for uh, MCW Wrestling in Montrose. And yeah, I remember that those guys. <laughs> it was it was a good show, but the, the promoters, God bless their hearts, they would try to put everyone in the ring, and uh, you, you, know what, you know what you mean when God bless your hearts, you know yeah. what I'm saying? idiots but <laughs> um but uh plus my, my buddy jim i love him to death and no that's no slam on him i do love him to death uh he decided to put his drunk buddy in the ring as a referee mm. 
Mm-mm-mm. Well, the referee doesn't know how the business works. And uh, old Levi here, I won the uh, Four Corners Texas Tornado bow rope match, so to speak. <laughs> and when I hit the fourth turnbuckle, slapped the top of the turnbuckle, he wouldn't ring the bell. And uh, I said, you need to ring the bell. He's like, no, you cheated. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not ringing the bell. And Hey, that's all ref- referees should be. Yeah, well, I, I called him a few names. I'm like, look, I wanted to match. And yeah. he, he decided to, he was going to swing down on me. Huh. You got to be kidding me. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> and he did, and I, I took him down and uh, started choking him out before the promoter came out and saved him. Uh, <laughs> so, wow. But from a competent referee, no, that's never really happened to me. Is that a bowling alley show, the one behind the, or was that a different spot? I think that was the bowling alley show. Because I, I worked one of those, yeah. and I was trying to remember if that, no, because I think you were singles on that one. Running around. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh. That was against, um, uh, I almost said Rick House Brown. Uh, well, back then, well, that match was against uh, Stephen Blade. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah. you're thinking of is the triple threat match I had with Rough House Rob and DBA, and we brought out the pickup yes. truck. That's so, the one I was thinking. Yes. You're correct. Yeah. 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 Yep. I that, worked that one. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that was, I think, the second year. So the first year is when we had a little issue with the referee so <laughs> the pickup truck that was great <laughs> I, I still have that on tape yeah I, I see it on youtube it pops up once in a while which kind of surprises me because you know god that was 10 12 years ago probably yeah so two times 2007 i believe or okay. 2008 so i was i can't believe it was that long i i, I don't time just is flying by um hence the old guy concept of this show yeah, yeah no, exactly. no old guy stuff. Because I'm not playing. No, for real though. I mean, it's been it's been you know sure, close yeah. close to 20 years since we did our show back back in the day. Um, you know, a couple other. I mean, we'll get into it later with uh, some of the other like big comebacks uh, of, of the year. I did want to mention real quick just uh, a couple wrestling pro wrestling deaths uh, in the last couple weeks. Um, Rene Goulet and Moondog Rex. Um, and I was I was thinking about Randy Colley and and what a strange career he 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 sort of had. I mean, oh, I didn't know he passed. Yeah, both of them. He, um, I mean, I mean, he was Moondog Rex for a long time. Uh, he was the initial smash in Demolition. Yeah. Um, then when when everybody realized who he was and they decided they needed somebody else to be Smash, he goes to Continental as Detroit Demolition, who I mentioned earlier. Yeah, um, nice goes, back goes around. back like to it. WCW in the '90s and actually gets somewhat of a push. I mean, really, at that point, there was no reason for them to. Um, and then I think later, wasn't he one of the uh, like the the outlaw guys that they had with? Uh, it was like Black Bart. They were the the desperados. They were doing like the backstage. Oh, I, I remember. I that. think we, I think he was one was of he them. Part I, of that? I, I could be I wrong. That. I could be wrong. I think it was Dutch Mantel. Black Bart and him, but I, I I I could be wrong. But but either way, I was like, because I was looking at matches of him, and I was like, well, that's weird. He was still getting somewhat of a push in WCW in the early '90s when you know basically he got buried at the end of his WWF career yeah. as a, as a Moon Dog. I mean, they kind of both did at the <laughs> end. But uh, but anyway, I, I wanted to mention that. And one thing that I, I yeah, he's a good worker that I neglected well. to ask you last time you were here that I wanted to get into. Was um, it, it, I, I don't know if you'd even be able to do it, but how many titles have you won? Uh, oh wow! And 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 you're also a multiple time 
Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, how many? I, I think I did ask you that, but how many Hall of Fames are you in now? I'm in five. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even remember like how many titles you've held? No. Uh, okay. I mean, the very first title I held um, was shoot would have been probably right around ninety six, ninety seven. Like right after I broke into the business, I was in the business about four or five months. And I took the uh, light heavyweight title, ICW light heavyweight title off of a guy named APOC. And okay. that was in at the Lincoln Park Community Center. So oh, that, okay. that was a <laughs> long time ago. So, All right. And then uh, from there, I don't know, I've had a lot of tag team partners, so multiple uh, tag team titles. Um, yeah. I've only had one heavyweight. Well, no, I take that back. I've had two heavyweight title runs. Okay. But generally, most of my titles have either been like a, some sort of hardcore belt or a tag team yeah. belt, um, you know. Because when you're only five foot seven, you know, <laughs> and you're wrestling guys who are like six six, you know, three hundred, four hundred pounds, you don't got much of a shot at a heavyweight title. And don't bring <laughs> up Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> what about superstar Bill Dundee? You know. Well, you know. I mean, there are exceptions to the rules. Right, sure. right. Yeah. But um, so going back to the Billy Ray Daniels thing, so you guys were. So they were booking you guys as a tag team, correct, for a while. Uh, but so when when they were doing that, were you guys still doing kind of like the the mentor student type type deal or 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 no? Like shoot style? Yeah. No, no just I mean no, shoot I mean, style. You know, he was he he would he would call me up at home and hey you know Levi I did this interview or I I did this promo would you watch it for me you know okay. tell tell me why I did or he he likes he works uh, singles matches up in Bay City for UCW. Okay. And he had me watch his matches. And is that Rudy Hill? No, that is uh, Brian Madej and the Brooklyn Brawler, and uh, huh. I believe Johnny Bravo. Okay. There. Oh, really? Uh, Johnny Bravo from Impact. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he he would call me up and say, you know, what could I do different? This, that, and the other. So you know, it's it's really cool to me when you know young guys ask me, you know, to watch their matches, critique their matches, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So. Okay. Now you guys eventually did have a falling out, though. Correct. We we did. Um, after I uh, split from him, uh, it would have been clo- pretty close to the beginning of the year. Uh, he went off on his own. He wasn't finding too much success in uh, XICW like he was when he was teaming with me. So a couple months ago, I went to a show, and he called me out. And uh, basically, I made him look like a turd, you know, after they handed <laughs> me the microphone. Uh, because he was basically saying that I left him stranded. And, you know, he can't win a match without me there, so... You know, it was one of those things where, well, I guess I really was carrying you. And, uh, you know, you want to know why I've been gone. And I explained to him the situation with my daughter and my son. And uh, I got in the ring. And, um, I mean, it, it was one of those things where at the end of the match, I hit him with the power driver. I pinned him. Uh, he, he got up, which I was shocked. I went to shake his hand. And uh, he looked at me kind of funny. So I dropped him. <laughs> so... You know, as you should. I, I mean, as you should. I mean, I was already drunk and ticked off anyway. So, you know, you know, I, I was wearing my dad's shoes. You know, my look, I, Velcro shoes. That's what I so was you, wearing. So you were just like, you came out of the crowd. Yeah, I, I came. I was sitting uh, with Kim Buckman, who's a great photographer. Yes. Just, yeah. uh, you know, just uh, talking over some old times with her. And next thing I you know, Billy Ray's in there calling me out. And so, you know, far be it for me to step down from a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, well, okay. We we were at your uh, the Valor Pro Wrestling show that was here uh, a month or so ago oh, yeah, yeah. In, in Lake Orion. Billy Ray Daniels was on that show as well. I was kind of 
they get, and you had not they had not announced who you were gonna gonna wrestle that right. night. So I was kind of thinking it was gonna be him, but then it ended up uh, you and uh, DBA and uh, Devil's right hand. And, right. Uh, fact of the matter is, I've already beat up Billy Ray Daniels. Okay, okay. that's water so, under the bridge. You know, yeah, he, it's he over now. Huh? Saying, uh, <laughs> they they ask me if I want to wrestle DBA, and what a well, everybody knows DBA is my trainer. Him and his father are my trainer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because I've never beat him one on one. So <laughs> I wanted to have the match with him, and then they were like, "Okay, well, by the way, we're putting the Devil's Right Hand in there with you." Well, who the hell is the Devil's Right Hand? And this guy comes out, and yeah, he, it, it was a it was a fun match. I mean, yeah, lots of punches and kicks, and uh, a this is awesome chant when the Kids in the matches before us were killing themselves for that proverbial hot dog and handshake, and you know people were sitting on their hands. So, take right, a lesson right. from the old guys, you youngsters. <laughs> well, you know you, you say that though, but really, how you, you know, like Rock and Roll Express or NWA Tag Champs, who is the other guy that just won the uh, belt? Yeah, PCO uh, in yep. uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, yep. that's Pierre Carl Olivet. Uh, yeah. yeah. But traditionally, oh, I'll just throw one out, one more out there that made it come back this year, and that is uh, referee extraordinaire Randy Schilling. Oh, Randy yeah. Saber Schilling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. He moved down south, but he's uh, he's refing down there too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Good for him. He's a great referee. Well, he is. You know, you know, the thing of it is, is guys like the Rock and Roll Express and uh, PCO. You know, they they've uh, they're learning from the young guys, just like they're learning from the old guys. Sure. Um, you know, you and I were talking, and you were going to ask me a question. I think this is a good jumping-off point if I could go there. Yeah. You know, about how the business has changed. Yeah. Okay? Uh, when I started, uh, let's just face it, let's break a little fame. I'm sure you do here anyway, right? Um, back then, it was about telling a story. Right. You know, sure. it was about getting your opponent over, telling a story, getting the show over. Yeah. And, you know, in this business, you're taught, you know, from the opening match to the final match as to you know, the pecking order, so to speak, okay? Mm-hmm. In this day and age now, um, it's all about getting yourself over. Um, it's about getting your stuff in. Yeah. Not you, gonna... could, you could say it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, as the boys would say, it's about getting your shit in. Yeah. You right. know, and right. um, it's about, in this, in, in this day and age, and I'm going to keep using that term, it's about going viral. It's about that moment, that one special moment in time that's going to take you to that next level to get you all those hits on YouTube, to get you all those hits on Facebook. To get you put on Trash Packers. You know, anything that's going to make you go viral. Now, look at Ricky Morton. What's he doing? He's doing uh, that flipping pile driver. uh, I'm going to bring that up later. The the Canadian Destroyer. PCO is coming off the top rope like he's 20 years or old. You know what I'm saying? These guys are learning from these young guys, just like these young guys – while it might not seem like, you know, they're telling the story, uh, look at, look at uh, what's his name, uh, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The kid isn't killing himself. He's going out there. He's getting a ton of heat for putting his hands in his pocket. Yes. I, myself, I'll say it right now, he's one of my favorite workers out there. I Okay. You know? I, I, you know, I, I'm pretty old school. Um, not... I was never a big fan of like over the top comedy stuff. I think I've softened my stance over the years, but I got to agree with you because he's, you know, he gets trashed pretty good by a lot of people. A lot of people were upset that he even went into 
that AEW even signed him because they were saying they were going to be different and do it this way and that way and whatever. But I think he's hilarious. Right. I've seen a lot of his matches, and I do find him highly entertaining. Yeah. You know, to, to me, these young guys, and I've, I've said it on my blogs on oh, blog. Man, that's an old term, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've said it on my Facebook. You know, these guys, it, it's what's called the Howard Stern syndrome, okay? So let's look at Joey Ryan. Everyone gets pissed off because of his dick flips, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the people who hate Joey Ryan, they're going to watch Joey Ryan so they can complain about Joey Ryan the next day. The people that love Joey yes. Ryan, they're going to watch Joey Ryan so they can talk about him the next day. Right. As long as they're talking about you, I don't care if it's good, bad, or otherwise, you're getting over. And that's what this business is about now is getting your shit in. Yeah, but that's like a long-term kill, though, you know? I mean, it, it's kind of like you cut a good promo and then the bell rings, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, my promo isn't going to take me to Japan. Right. But look at Joey Ryan. Look, look at Orange Cassidy. Look at these guys. They're doing what they need to do. And that's what the Internet is for now. I, I mean, let's let's even throw this out there. And not that he's going to get signed in Japan, but who knows? Let's even talk about Superhuman and, oh. and, and what he's doing. Okay. Well, see, I kind of got the inside scoop on Superhuman. Okay, okay. okay. I don't even know that guy. He okay. Okay. go ahead. He, go, go, I'm sorry. Go for it. Well, okay. He this is what he does. He does pretty much the same thing. He just does the. He'll set up like a like a hardcore type of thing. Like like let's say he'll throw like barbed wire and thumbtacks on the, on the ground or or whatever. Just like yeah. a everyday household. And he takes item. five minutes to do it. No, 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 no. He's in his backyard. He's just he's like some little kid in his backyard. <laughs> well, he looks like a little kid. So he he says every time he pretty much says the same thing that he's gonna do this move. I, you, you probably know better than me. Uh, this uh, is, this is for all my juggalos and juggalettes. Uh, ho- don't try this at home, and I hope you like it. Whoop whoop. And, and then, then f, f this s. Yep. And then he'll like jump off and be like and act him like he's dead. Yeah. Uh, well, that has eventually got him signed. To well, not signed, but he's he's working some independence. He's That's working unbelievable. Uh, he's working well. Let me ask you this question though. Okay, was Snooky trained? No, there. No. I mean, there's a lot of. People she had the, some training though. Yeah. I mean, they they trained her somewhat before the match. There's a lot of okay. people that, in the business. Was Jay Leno trained? Again, somewhat. Some. Okay. What does Jay Leno, Snooky, and Superhuman all have in common? Well, they get people to watch. Get people to watch. Yeah. yeah. Superhuman has like three quarters of a million people. And of course, I put this on my Facebook too because. Well, you know, I, I agree with you. Here. Yeah. I mean, he, I, he's got three quarters of a million people that watch his videos, that follow him on Twitter, and watch him on Facebook. Huh. He's being picked up by local promotions in Florida. Um, if Alex Red is listening, what's up, Alex? He's the promoter and owner of Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling out of Florida. And him and I had a conversation, and I, I, I commended him for booking Superhuman. <laughs> you know, because, let's face it, workers can complain about Superhuman all they want. What are workers doing to get themselves three-quarters of a million viewers? Yeah, a lot of truth okay? for that. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you go to an indie show at a high school, what do you see? A gym teacher. Yes. A teacher. Maybe right. a local politician in the ring doing a spot. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's go back to Donald Trump. Donald Trump, exactly. So I, I talked with Alex Red, and he said that his shows are selling out. Because of that kid? Because that kid, uh, he's got people coming in from as far away, I believe he said, as Maine, 
flying in you gotta be kidding. specifically wow. to see these shows with superhuman on them. He is wow. selling his shows out because this kid is an internet celebrity. Huh. You know, if workers push themselves as hard as superhuman does and were able to promote themselves as hard as superhuman does, they're going to get booked. They're going to earn that spot. Oh, yeah, a lot sure. of guys will sit there and go, well, I don't understand why I'm not getting booked. I don't know why he's getting this spot <laughs> instead of me. Get three quarters of a million viewers. Yeah. Start selling out shows. Start putting asses in seats and make yourself valuable, and you're going to get booked. Right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, it, and it's not like, you know, it's not like they're, like, having them. You know, they're, they're having them do what he can do. I mean, right now. All right. And, well, and, um, so is he I'll just let you in on a little inside or? information. Okay. He's currently being trained at Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling. Oh, I hope okay. so. so. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't so. previous when they first brought him in, but they're getting him in there before shows, and they're working with the kid. So uh, you heard it here first. Okay. Now, <laughs> now I'm going to try to tread lightly here. but Why? Well, let me cuss this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, uh, you know, when you, when you first started talking about superhuman I, I, on your Facebook page, uh, I, I believe it was you anyway. I mean, you were trying to figure out if if it was just all shtick or or what. I mean, almost to the point where may, I, I'm pretty sure you were asking this question. Um, it could have been somebody else, but either either way, even if it was somebody else, the the question has been asked if if he really is maybe sort of special needs. Oh uh, yeah, I've said that too myself. Uh, th- yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I, that I had seen it. I, on yours, yeah. so is that all a shtick? Do you think, or or is there maybe some slight brain damage at this point, or or, or, got, or something? We I, all got a bit of brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, fact of the matter is, I I've gone onto this kid's Facebook, and I'm like, you know, I really want to hear what your parents got to say about what you're doing. Okay, you know, I want to hear how proud they are of you. You know, this that and the other, and the kid, one day he really ripped into me oh you think i'm cussing that guy he's got a mouth on him that would make me blush so he's actually a kid i mean he's not like like a marco stunt guy i think he's meant to where you think he really is yeah i i I really do um but okay i will say this from the matches that i have seen i i mean it's him but still it doesn't look that bad It, it didn't look that bad to me and then he's got his friend in the mask i Good friend Paul. Good friend Paul <laughs> getting involved in the matches as well. But and, if you watch and, what and, he's and I was doing. watching it expecting it to be a total cluster train wreck, and it really was not. But if you watch what they're doing, and this goes to promoters and booking agents, they are really limiting what he does in the ring. A yes. lot of stuff that he's doing. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, he, he's doing what he can do. Or an but. elbow. I, I watched him do a, a, an elbow off the middle rope to the floor onto a table. And he bounced off the table yeah. because he, he couldn't break the table. You okay. know? Um, some promoters are letting him do what he wants to do, I think. But, you know, like Alex Red, he's really limiting what he's doing for this kid. But in the, in the same time, Alex Red is profiting from this kid, which to me, great. If you're booking this kid legitimately mm-hmm. and you're paying him to do the show and he's putting butts in seats – by God, book this man. Hopefully they're right. hopefully they're paying the kid all right then. Uh, I'm sure he is. Uh, either that or 
may you know who knows maybe they trading off with some wrestling training for maybe who, yeah who knows yeah that's yeah. a great idea yeah right, right. So. as long as dynamite kid as long as he's not on the bus with dynamite kid throwing his money out the window <laughs> uh <laughs> uh Going back, and I wanted to mention this when you were talking about everybody trying to get their stuff in, and um, that that's one thing that I never got back in the back in the old days. Uh, if somebody gave somebody their finisher, and it didn't work on them, it didn't have any effect on them, and then later, you know, whatever they come come and lose, uh, you know that that was to me that was a sign that later on down the road they're kind of being 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 taken down the rungs a little bit um you know specifically like let's say in wwf so it never made any sense to me that guys that want to get that in you know if they're not gonna go over with their finisher uh, why 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 would you want to do that to i mean i guess that's like an old school psychology yeah. thing well but, i i guess what i could just say to you at this point now is why don't you ask jake the snake roberts that question oh well that's that's why i was gonna bring up We'll, we'll <laughs> Man, get, I'm just cutting we'll, you off left and right. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, I, no! I wasn't specifically going to bring that up, but I mentioned that I was going to bring up the uh, the the Canadian destroyer, okay. and uh, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll wait on that some more. But but yeah, the super kick, the you know Chris Adams is probably rolling over in his grave right now. Right. Um, oh yeah, the, just the, the way they sell the, the DDT. Super kick now they, uh, uh-huh. everybody's doing the flip pile driver now. The moon salt. I mean, uh, you know the moves that. Uh, that you were dead, you know, that would kill you back in the day. Right. Uh, are just used all the time throughout the match now. Right. And, you know, that's where, you know, I, I said earlier, um, you know, the young guys got to learn from the old guys or their careers are going to be much shorter than, I mean, for God's sakes, look at Ric Flair. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, you're not going to last 10 years in the business, let alone, you know, 10 months if you keep yeah, trying to kill yourself, you know. Well, you know, those guys, they... It used to be, and I think it still is. It's just not your prime. And I don't care what anybody says. Your prime as a wrestler, it's like 35, you're just starting to get it. Depending on how many matches you've had, you know. But like 35 to 50, you know, really 40 to 50 used to be the money where you really understood everything, you know. And so when, you know, when everybody says, you know, it's, it's a, young man's game and whatever, for the most part, but you're really not going to make any money until you fully get it, until you hit that prime. Well, You I, can physically be at the top of your game when you're 25, 30, but up here where it all counts, no way. Well, you know, you're saying that, and the, the first person I'm thinking of right now is Jericho. Yeah. I mean, look at him in AEW, right? Right. And, and, he's, an, and he's another he guy, and he's another guy that I, that I would throw into the category of uh, – you know, older guy making a huge comeback this year. Right. Probably the biggest out of everybody that we mentioned, besides us three. (laughs) (laughs) Well, really, the WWE, (laughs) like all of their big-time main eventers or whatever, they're all 40 or over. Well, and and, and that's why, you know, these young kids are going out there. They want to be noticed. They want to be making those six- and seven-figure, you know, salaries. And, uh, you know, you keep going out there – Night after night, weekend after weekend, and, you know, killing yourself. I mean, li- literally killing yourself. For this. Right. Yeah. You know, that, that one viral moment, you know, 
You know, I, I'm going to throw a name out there. Uh, Marcus Everett. Name ring a bell with you guys? No. Okay, Jim Cornette went absolutely nuts about this kid because he came off the top of a basketball backboard to try to put an elbow or put an elbow on a guy who was laying on a table. He completely overshot the okay, table. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Oh. I, I didn't remember his name, but I, I saw it. Yes. Yeah. Completely <clears throat> overshot the table, bounced yes. off the gym floor, and still still wrestling to this day, he was perfectly fine. Yeah. He's now Which using the gimmick that he has the elbow of steel. Okay. Okay. He went viral. Yes. Nothing ever came of it. You okay. Know, uh, <laughs> I seen him at a wrestling show here a few months back. Had a sign in the crowd promoting his real estate business. <laughs> you, you know, um, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Did the guy get up after? He after he missed? He, they well, they, finished they don't the match. really show that in the clip. Yeah, no. that, that that's out there. You've probably seen the clip. I probably sent it to you. Hmm. Some, I mean, that was that was what uh, a year or so ago, right? Right. Yeah. Right, but that, that's the problem nowadays. These guys are trying to do these big, huge spots and trying to get noticed. But it's the guys like the Jerichos. It's the guys, you know, who, who've been around that are, are the guys that are shining right now. I mean, sure, you got the young bucks out there. Yeah. Um, you know, they went to Japan. They made a name for themselves over there. Uh, Kenny Omega, you know. They, I don't like those guys, man. Huh? <laughs> Just, I, I don't like Omega, the young bucks, those guys. But Just not my style, I, that's I, all. I, I mean, I, I prefer psychology and storytelling, but... I mean, I, I am impressed by what those guys do. What and and do I do enjoy great, watching. How long are they going to be able to do it yeah. for? Well, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Athletic is yeah, all. Doing that and those guys match. are all tough and athletic, you know, it's just a different deal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the stuff they do is insane. I mean, really, <laughs> if you think about it. But um, now, let me say for the record, I'm not saying I don't like that type of wrestling because I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. That's it's what exciting. I'm saying. I, I do like to watch it. But. but it's not as my... a worker myself, and I watch these guys out there killing themselves. I, I get concerned and I get worried, you know, that how much yes. longer are you going to be able to do this for? <laughs> you know, it's I agree. It, it's just one of those things where I, I put myself in their shoes. And I, I, you know, at 45 years old, I roll out of bed with a limp. You mm -hmm. know, uh, when I get out of here today, I'm going to be walking out of here with a limp because I'm going to be sitting down for longer than an hour. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, that's. 20 plus years of wrestling these right. guys are you know five years of wrestling and they're doing what i'm doing they they, they got the body of a, a 45 year old and they're you know 30 years old yeah yes and so. you didn't do all the flips and everything you know i you did some i but... broke out a flip on a rare occasion <laughs> yeah. when i made it meant something yeah, right yes. you know and i did see you dive over the top rope quite a few times as yeah. well but it meant something but, then because people right you know, for 15 years, Levi didn't do nothing like that. But much like PCO and much like, uh, you know, the Rock and Roll Express, I had to evolve a little bit so that, you know, people would buy into me. You know, in 20 years, a finishing move is going to be a shotgun blast to the face or a real grenade down the pants because there yeah. ain't going to be a finishing move that's going to hold a guy down because much like you said, a Canadian destroyer or a DDT just isn't doing it anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Like when I was refereeing, I had to adjust – what my expectations were about wrestling compared to, you know, what certain people are. I mean, you do that anyway, but, like, the style was just completely different. Right. You're expecting somebody to be here, and they're not. You know, they're over here doing this when you're like, well, logically, it should go this way. Oh, they don't do it that way anymore. Right. So you just kind of adjust. Right, right. <laughs>
now we we talked about this before the show started, but uh, the, this was, I believe, your most recent match last Sunday. Uh, you returned to the Michigan Wrestling Organization to take on. I always call him Grizzly Bam for some <laughs> reason, but it's Bam Grizzly, right? Bam Grizzly. Actually, he just goes by the name of Backwoods Bam now. Okay. Uh, the Hick from the Sticks. Yes. Uh, okay. You know, I still got people getting on my case uh, about working for the MWO, but what, what I look at, what a lot of people don't see, is I see potential. And there, oh, yeah. there's a lot of guys with loads of it who I want to help elevate them and, and get them on the path to doing things the, the right way. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you've always been like that, it's, as long as I've known you. It's a, it's a, it's a curse and a blessing at the same time. Yeah, sure. You know, because yeah. I've seen guys like uh, Dark Star Logan, who is now the Dread King Logan, who is just tearing it up on the Indies. One of my students, yeah, uh, I've seen you know, previously trained stuff, by Briar yeah. Wellington, uh, come to me. I, I give him the spit and polish. He's out there just tearing it up right now. Billy Ray Daniels, he's still doing his thing. You know, I, I love helping guys get to where they're at. Uh, Bam, on the other hand, let's go back to working it a little bit. He, uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, stealing my gimmick a little bit. You know, <laughs> I'm the pretty boy redneck, you know. He, he's the hick from the sticks. And, uh, well, that's old school wrestling. You get, you get two rednecks that don't touch each other, and all of a sudden it's like, well, damn, now we got two rednecks against each other. Right. What's going to happen? Uh, if I could shoot straight with you, the kid's got – so much untapped potential. You know, there, there's an old saying yeah. that you can't teach charisma, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, 100% can't. accurate. And this kid has it by the bucket loads. I and, agree. Uh, you know, watching yeah. him in the ring, that's what made me want to work with him, really. Um, and I, I had this match with him, and um, God, I know I keep jumping from kayfabe to shoot, but, you know, we were talking about it, and, uh, you know, I'm like, look, I really want to tell this story about your head. You know, because okay. he's got the hardest head in professional wrestling. He's like, yeah, man, you know, I have a hard time working with other guys, and, you know, they just don't get it, and I really want to learn these small things like that. And mm-hmm. I kind of looked at him. I'm like, small thing? That's your whole damn gimmick. That's <laughs> your head, yeah. you know? Start so, watching the Junkyard Dog and Missing Link. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And uh, But we went out there, and uh, the kid and I, we tore it up. You know, uh, oh, okay, at, the, at the end of the match, though, he hit me with that damn head and put us both down for the 10 count. But, uh, you know, you know, you know, the old saying, what's the best way to crack a walnut? You beat the shit out of it. Do they ever get it? <laughs> like after you have a match where, you know, there's not the constant, you know, I'll call them flipping and flopping and, you know, whatever. But do they get it when you when when you're done with them that they don't have to do as much exactly. to get a better reaction? Okay. Yep. Um, you know, that's what happened. You know, he, he kind of woke up a little bit. So he's, uh, I'm, I'm, I haven't even talked to him about this, but bam, if you're listening, I need you to give me a call. Cause, uh, you know, kind of like a uh, big brother little thing. I, I kind of want to put you under my wing and uh, help you out a little bit, get you up to that next level, bud. Um, well, that's professional of you. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's a good, a good guy. And, uh, so, um, yeah, so that's what happened there. You know, and, and just like you said, uh, you know, uh, DBA, myself, and Devil's Right Hand at Valor Pro, it was essentially a bunch of punch and kicks. Yeah, I mean, you guys were there. Yeah. yeah. And what happened? The crowd was chanting, this is awesome. Right. <laughs> you know, whereas yeah. the guys previous were killing each other. Yeah. Right. And, you know, you know, I, I love Bry Sullivan. You know, I thank, thank you, Bry, for having me on the show. But, 
you know, some of those guys weren't even working the crowd, and the crowd was just sitting on their hands, right. you know? So. You know, another thing about that, I remember we're, we're talking about this watching. Like, you guys go into the crowd, right? You're yeah. going up the bleachers, you know, putting the lumber into each other. And then, like, the next three matches, they did, the, like, the same thing. Because I, rem- I remember saying, I remember saying Butch, man. If I were booking this thing, you would have, like, the first, what I say, like, four or five matches, like, all in the ring. Nobody go out. Right. Yes. And then you guys go in, do your thing, and then nobody else does it the rest of the show. You know? Uh, that was Bry's uh, first show. Sure. Uh, promoting but a lot of shows are like that ecw yeah. was like that you know i mean so. I, I don't want to bury the show i i thought it was yeah i'm not, I thought it I'm was not very good for for nope. and i knew that it was his first show i thought it was very good i hope they come back do you have any inside info on if they are coming back or when uh, they are coming back the, the spring uh from what i understand they're gonna come back to the same place there and like orion was at the recreation uh, center or something yeah like it had that. some yeah. long name i don't remember uh, like the whole thing but, but uh, I, I tell you what brian uh his father and everything else they put on a class act for us boys in the back man i mean okay. we had a catering spread that included everything from oh, really? firehouse subs to buffalo nice. wild wings and yeah. you know I, you know i'm 260 pounds and i'm looking at this food <laughs> going yeah i'm going to tear this up but wait <laughs> i gotta wrestle <laughs> right. so you know we're gonna have i i could hear vince mcmahon in my head he's gonna puke he's gonna puke no <laughs> you have to you have to make your own muffler too <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> my muffler fell out uh <laughs> a muffler is a contraption in case you, just for everybody no know. no no they don't need to know yeah it'll it'll come out sometime yeah, look up literally, Muffler literally. Pro Wrestling in, on your little Well, it was John game. Nord, right? It was, I think it was John Nord and Dusty. John Nord's the one that told the story, I believe. Yeah, so. yeah. Dusty. Well, go ahead and tell it. Okay. A muffler is basically you don't want to eat at least a couple hours before you go into the ring, right? No matter what you're doing. Right. And if you do, uh, you can have an accident and it can come out your backside you know, well, part of it too is if you're like a bigger guy, yeah. you get the sweat, yeah, going down your crack, yeah. Uh, that's why Dusty Rhodes definitely needed one. Well, they had uh, so they they would take, you know, toilet paper or paper towel and kind of roll it up in like this cone type shape and kind of <laughs> shove it in there in case anything came out. And they you call know, it a muffler. It, almost like a diaper. Levi, you seem like you know what we're talking about. Uh, okay, so we talked about XICW, we talked about MWO, we talked about uh, Valor Pro. Uh, what other promotions have you worked for uh, this past year? Any oh, other ones? Uh, I, worked, I know you have. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Port Huron, uh, Andrew Darcy's promotion out there. I was Is that Blue Water? Blue Water Championship okay. Wrestling. He, he runs a class deal out there. I mean, Is that uh, the same guy that's been running it for? Yeah. He's been running it out there for a while. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, years. Yeah. And then uh, coming up here uh, January 5th, if you guys don't mind me plugging a few shows. Go for it. Uh, Please do. January 5th, XICW at the Hot Rock. Okay. Um, we'll be there. What town um, is that? That would be Warren, Michigan, 24300 Hoover Road. Is that the place they normally went? Uh, that's, yeah. That's where you – did Did you ref a match there, or was that in Pontiac? That was in Pontiac. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was – oh, boy, Pontiac. I got – a bloody wreck in that one. I think you refereed. Yeah, that, that was. I wish I had that. I on. think that's the one I was thinking of. That that was just you and Roughhouse Rock. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I was. That, thinking I of wish I had that on tape, man. That was that was the best hardcore match that that I've seen. 
Yeah, I remember Rob looking at me going, oh, man, you you are a mess. We I was selling the home. blood. I'm like, all that. You were a- <laughs> oh, there was no selling for me because it was just coming out by the bucketfuls. I, yes. I was in trouble. I will say <laughs> I will say that the crowd, like, how you know you're doing it right is when they start to, like, believe. Because there were points in that match where, you know, because I'm working the crowd too, right? And they they were just, like, looking with this look on their face, like, that it was – <laughs> well, they allowed themselves to suspend right. disbelief, but they were looking at it just like, oh, my God, you know, because we're doing it like it's legit. I'm trying to hold Rob back while you're bleeding, yeah. hold you back, you know, checking them out and all that. That was that was good. Yeah, I don't I don't remember a whole lot about that match, but I remember <laughs> bleeding. So, um, but I think uh, we did have a few pops before that, too. Maybe not I, I that did, one. I know I we did. Oh, it. the fuzzy brown sodas? <laughs> I yeah. think so. Yeah. I know. I, did. I don't do that while I'm working. <laughs> I might. I, I might did. have one. I was in the crowd. I, yeah, that's right. It doesn't matter. That was uh, a good show for me. January 18th, I'm going to be making a debut at uh, Blue Collar uh, Championship Wrestling or Wrestling Association uh, in Wyandotte. Okay. That's on January 18th. Uh, January 25th, uh, I'll be at Live Pro Wrestling at Grizzlies Bar. It's the Holly Shagnon Benefit Show. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this or not, but it's uh, it's Dread King Logan's wife, who's a you know very good friend of mine. And uh, <laughs> I've heard she, that name before. Who uh, Logan? No, the Shagnon. Oh, Shag. Well, that's that's his. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Holly's got uh, this. Uh, it's <laughs> called. My head. <laughs> uh, was it? Uh, I I can't hardly say this word. It's uh trigeminal neuralgia and they call it the suicide disease mm. uh what it is is it affects her uh, head and face and it's like a very sharp searing pain that she can't control mm. and uh, there's no cure for it really? and uh people it's a very rare disease and people will pick it up but okay why they call it the suicide disease uh, oh, a benefit okay. for show, show for her okay. oh, where, where is that again uh that's gonna be at grizzly's bar in wyandotte well that's okay. nice um that's right. you can see that uh, event on my page as well. Okay, um, and then uh, March 29th, which is going to be really cool. I know it's a ways out, but I really want to promote this one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the XICW reunion show. Oh, okay. uh, you were talking about old guys. Yeah, yes. we're we're talking old guys back on XICW. We're talking old school hardcore blood and guts. <laughs> okay, so great. That's going to be March 29th <laughs> at the Hot Rock as well. Um, and then Excellent. I just found out. I believe it's February 9th. Uh, the MWO Bunkhouse Brawl. At uh, the Richfield Road Church. Okay. Oh, so, cool. Uh, right. I, like I got a little MWL. score to settle with, uh, with uh, Bam. So uh, okay. I want another round with that kid. So. All right. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that's where that's where you were in the Battle Royal. That was. was uh, that I've shown up. I've shown up a few times in yeah. uh, in different uh, ones, but yeah, I was I was at. Uh, Benton, yeah, yeah, I was in. Um, I you know I don't remember. Yeah, but, that was at the church. But I, but I was, I was in. Yeah, the last bunkhouse I think I was in was, uh, was that one. Yeah. Um, I've been in a couple of them and uh, a couple of battle royals too. Um, okay, uh, now we are. Well, one of the things that uh, we're going to go off in a little bit of a di- different direction here, since it is the end of the year. One off of the, the things. Weeds. One of the things that uh, we used to like. One of my, well, I'll, I'll just say this. One of my favorite. Pro Wrestling Illustrated issues back in the day was the year-end awards. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, I don't watch it a whole lot. I mean, I watch what I watch, and and if I see, like, a buzz out there about a certain match that I need to watch, 
then I will check it out. Um, I'm not sure. Well, you're in the same boat as me. I, you probably don't have a whole lot of time to keep up with uh, with all the different promotions that are going on, or, or do you? Do you, do you get a chance to keep up with? with as far the, as mainstream wrestling? Yeah, as far as everything going on? Well, uh, thank God for a DVR because uh, I can fast forward all the talk crap okay. and, uh, <laughs> you know, get, get to the matches. Um, I, I didn't watch this past uh, pay-per-view, whatever it was. for. The I, I only saw a little bit of it. Um, it doesn't sound like you missed much or I missed much. I love NWA I uh, Power. That's, yes. That's kind of my go-to right now, and I followed that up with uh, uh, AEW. And then uh, NXT followed by WWE. Okay. So. All right. So we so we're going to do our own year end awards or or who you think would be deserving. There's of no the... way I could do that. I don't think. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be tough. Uh, so, so you guys don't even have a, a top wrestler uh, of the year. I, I'll just throw mine out there. I I, I think Chris Jericho uh, would be the wrestler of the year in, in my opinion. Um, I just think at his age, his promos are one of the highlights of the week for me. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd have to disagree and go with uh, Stardust. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean Co- Cody, too. Cody has really made one hell of a transition from going from WWE to, you know, yes. AEW right now. I, I think it's tremendous yeah. uh, between him and uh, – John Moxley, who I, I wouldn't say necessarily wrestler of the year, but just the transition that he's made uh, is something else to go from <laughs> what he was to what he is now. So, hey, I, On that, did you guys ever see the old Dusty Rhodes interview where he looks just like Gold Dust or Stardust? He had his face painted up and everything. Dusty did? Yeah, 1981. I, I, it's out there on the Internet somewhere because I just saw it, but I watch all the old okay. Mid, Mid-South shows. And I, they were promoting him coming in, and he had this interview, and he looked just like his son Dustin, just like Goldust. He had his face painted black with like designs on it, and it's it's incredible. But he was just oh. regular Dusty Rose. They weren't calling but, him Stardust or anything. It, he was, he was like because I know he used to wear that T-shirt. I mean, that's kind of where they got the Cody right yeah. Cody's name from. Yeah, he was still but. Dusty, but he was kind of going into this different Dusty type deal. To get ready for a match against Flair, or Flair, okay. and then he was fighting—I can't remember who else it was in Mid South—but he had his face painted like black, and he had these designs in it, and it looked just like his, just really? like Dustin. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and it was an—he sounded like Dustin. It was kind of an off-the-wall interview. It wasn't his normal Dusty. Well, the last time I watched AEW, Cody did a promo, and he is. I, I can't really say looking. Well, I mean, he is looking more like Dusty as he gets a little bit older. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he dyed his hair blonde, but but he's sounding more like Dusty, too, <laughs> as far as his interviews go. Um, I know when Dustin first came into wrestling, he kind of, well, he lisped, and I don't think he naturally has a lisp. I think Cody might have somewhat of one. I think he might be pushing it a little bit more than uh, be hard not to than, than that's should, all you but, heard uh, you know so you have nobody so you don't have anybody well, for a, a wrestler I, I, of the year i would say because i watch i watch like a, a few of the nwa power shows and i agree i think that's like if there's anything on tv like that's me okay their champion uh aldis nick aldis yeah he's doing a great job too. he to me he would be he would be the guy okay yeah 
I totally. I mean, uh, he would be up there. Um, there's a couple other guys too that 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 I could uh, put up there. But, yeah, well, uh, even speaking to some of the older guys, I'm still going with Jericho though. For my the other guy that Aldis was feuding with, that guy was he was a teacher. He was 50. You talking about Tim Storm? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I've only work. seen a little bit of of his stuff. But, yeah. But, Hell yeah. with the guys. Wrestler of the year, Marco Stunt. I'm saying it now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> I think I should be shot out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 who knows that might be going on right now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good spot, huh? Shoot him out from the balcony into the ring. Let him spear somebody. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. Yeah. Uh, do you? Have, so who who would be if you have one? Who who would be your tag team of the year? Then you guys ain't gonna like what I got to say. And I it doesn't one. have to be. It doesn't have to be the big leagues. It can be. Go for uh, it. It can be anybody. Matt and Nick Jackson. That no, I, I, I don't know well, who they are. I'll just tell you. I picked the Lucha Brothers. So Lucha Brothers are great too. Matt and Nick, you don't know who they are? No. The, no. Yeah, the Young Bucks. It's the oh, Young Bucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know who they are. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, I, know I mean, the come Bucks, on. They've but... had they've had some fantastic matches. <laughs> I mean, whether it's your style or not, the stuff they've done and against the Lucha Brothers, yeah, yeah, has been. Has been good stuff. You know, that's the deal. Like, if they would just, you know, sound like they slow down and just implement a little, like, psychology would help out so much. Well, you, you don't believe the fact that, you know, Matt Jackson can double suplex two other guys when he's a <laughs> buck 60 himself? Yeah. So. Uh, right. Can we say that part has pretty much gone out the window? Oh, yeah. yeah. As far as little guys well, not yeah, being able to, to pick up big guys or, or bigger guys not being able to climb up to the top rope. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much out the window yeah. at this point. Well, I mean, look at Luchasaurus, for God's sakes. I mean, that right. guy's a monster. Well, yeah. you know, he was on Big Brother. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, but I didn't know that he was in uh, WWE before either. You know what? I just oh. thought of this. What they used to do old school in the summertime. You know, the kids get out and they'd bring in like the midget or, or little people wrestlers. They'd bring in the women and they would do a lot more like haha stuff. That's exactly what like the business has turned into. You know, it's it's like all summer long, all year long. Well, <laughs> you know, the wrestling business started in the circus. It looks like it's ending in the circus. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you, you got to have a tag team of the year. And there, I mean, it's your favorite tag team, the War Raiders, the Rock and Roll Express, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, easily. <laughs> who did you say? I said yeah. the War Raiders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. You don't know who they are either. No, I've wow. only seen a little bit of them myself. But they're uh, actually for a for a Fed tag team. I, I think they're amazing. See, that's what a tag I, team partner does. He bails me out. You know? <laughs> needed what, needed the tag there. What were they called in NXT though? Viking rate was it a War Party? Viking War Party or something like that. Oh, okay, so they dropped. Gimmick? So they find because when they went, so when they get when they went to what raw originally, yeah, they, they were still calling them the Viking something, the right? Viking Experience. So they're not that anymore. <laughs> no, I think they're the Viking Raiders now. Huh. Oh, okay. Well, that's so. a cool name. Yeah. Well, I, I did Viking I, Experience. It sounds they, like a Disney ride. It, it took them a little <laughs> while to get over. I think that they could have uh, fixed that right off the bat by bringing John Norton as the Berserker <laughs> as their as their manager. It would have made a little bit more sense. Well, you know, they ain't no ascension for guys. Oh wait. <laughs> And uh, yeah, let's let's wish them let's wish them uh, well in their future endeavors as well. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, uh, okay, what about uh, there, there's a couple guys that that I've really enjoyed their their heel work lately, uh, but I am going to go with 
my favorite heel of the year, uh, was the social justice warrior version of Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic, and I wish they would have kept it going. I wish they would not have killed that off. Yeah, that's heat. They could have drew money with that. I'll go I with The so. Fiend. And the, the Fiend would be up there as well. I, <laughs> I really like what they've done with that. I like I mean, the guy it, in Impact Wrestling. What's his name? Uh, dark hair. He's a younger guy. He wrestles old school. He doesn't do facial expressions yet. Oh, what is his name? He's on Impact? Wow. Yeah. It's like that guy that was in the movie that did that thing with the other guy. Because <laughs> I, I I I've seen him have, a couple times, and I'm like, this, guy's, this guy kind of knows how to work. You're not talking about, uh, is, oh, man. Um, is Sammy I, Callahan still in there? You're not talking about him, are you? I don't think so. See, I can't help you out because yeah, I, I don't watch Impact. <laughs> the next, I, I, the next I show, I'll have the name. It. I haven't been able to watch it either. Oh, and Sean Siska says uh, nobody retires. Yeah, I've seen that. I got a guy asking a question, too, but we'll get to that shortly. Yeah, we'll get to that. I see that. Uh, that one guy, I will say, though, um, in in AEW, uh, Michael J. Freeman or whatever his name is. Uh, MJH or MJ, MJF. Yeah. He cut a great promo, heel promo last week. Yeah, that guy's really good. And, uh, you know, it got my attention anyway. <laughs> And, and they're uh, doing say, the promos I mean, we, on their we own. We talked about this, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we talked about this a little bit, but who would be your number one for comeback of the year? And I'm going to go with PCO. I've seen a lot of his matches in Ring of Honor and uh, just recently won won the title. And uh, I think he's been doing a fantastic job <laughs> in there. And I was glad that they put the title on him. I'm going to go with Fandango. Is he, is, he, is he even still around? <laughs> I just met Yeah, actually he is. He's uh, t- teaming up with uh, uh, his old uh, fashion police partner there. Uh, oh, Tyler they're back Breeze. together? Yeah. That's okay. incredible. No. Cool. Uh, if it was me, I'd probably go with Jericho. Uh, I mean, okay. I know it's really not a comeback, but, you know, he went on, he went on tour with Fozzie for, what, two years after yeah. leaving wrestling again. Yeah. And now he comes to AEW. He's a champion. Looks in phenomenal shape for you know what he's doing. He's a hell of a heel. Yeah, that's a comeback yeah. and a half. There. Yeah, I, I think Jericho's great. Okay, hmm. I'll do Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, even though they kind of never yeah. left in a way, <laughs> you know. Right, I mean, they, they've been True. wrestling. Right, they, they right. They con- but they, still, they continued the-, the feud with Midnight Express for all the way up until now. Yeah, and Dennis Foundry's the- feeling better now. Is he? Yeah, he was. I th- he was battling cancer. I didn't even know that. Oh, okay. Bobby's had some health problems too. Lately, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, those guys will be okay for a while. They did just have that uh, that thing to honor Bobby. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, one of my favorites, if not my favorite wrestler of all time. <clears throat> um, match of the year. Do you guys have any? I, I, and I'm gonna. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but I'm gonna go with uh, the match with Cody and Dustin. Um, I thought that one. That one actually had some psychology in it. Yeah, and um, I just I thought that was I when I was thinking about it, nothing else really stood out to me. Uh, I'm sure there's some other stuff that I saw that I probably would like, but but when I was thinking about this, that's the one that really stood out. Trying to remember who Ricochet wound up wrestling this. I don't care any match. AJ, that, AJ AJ, yeah, any match that Ricochet's in is match of the year, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, that, that guy's awesome. he's been doing a great job. Huh. I'll agree with you on the on the roads. I mean, I would say the Rock and Roll Express went in the belts, but <laughs> the, ma- the match itself. <laughs> but, I mean, that was awesome, yeah. but but the match itself was not the best. The the, the Them, Rhodes brothers. Oh, okay. I would I would agree with that because it meant something too. I mean, the match was 
more of the style that I like, but it meant something. You know, it was it was yeah. kind of like the big grand opening, if you will. So I'll go. I'll I'll I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, my next category is uh, Woman of the Year, and um, I have become a big fan. She's gone. She was only in the very beginning of the year, but uh, but I'm going with Ronda Rousey <laughs> because she did things a little bit different. Uh, she looked different. Some people complained that they spent so much time with her then that, that, that is why, but for somebody coming in cold and doing what she did, I give her a ton of credit and I hope that she comes back at some point because still for the most part, when I watch women's wrestling, most of, at least WWE, they still all look the same. To me. Yeah. She, she did. Hard she, too. she did. Hard. She did. And, um, so anyway, she's mine. Hmm. I'm going to let you go next because mine's going to surprise you guys. I don't know if I have one. I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know. I mean, honestly, you've probably not seen a whole lot of women's wrestling right. this year. Right, because whenever I mean, I, it comes on, I I've seen much, some, like, but turn it. You, know? <laughs> you okay. go get your popcorn. Well, yeah. my pick is going to be controversial, and some people may look at me a little different for saying it, but I'm going to go with Nyla Rose. Really? Nyla. So he probably is not familiar. No. Nyla Rose is one of the, I don't want to say one of the first transgender uh, female professional wrestlers out there, but she's one of the first mainstream transgender professional wrestlers out there that has garnered mainstream attention. And the stuff that she's doing uh, in AEW right now is second to none, as far as I'm concerned. They're building her to be a beast, and I can't wait to see her versus Awesome Kong. Yeah. <laughs> well, how are they going to build the heat for that, though? You know, I mean, it, it, it's it's built in heat, but well, it's, it's really it doesn't seem to be though. I mean, when you when you see her, the crowd doesn't seem to be on her case about about yeah. that. I mean, they they just kind of. I mean, it seems like they've just accepted it. Yeah, it, I hope it I is hope Kong squashes what, them. what it is, but. Uh, <laughs> And I am going to tread really lightly. And, she should and really, just she should on. really beat that guy up if she can. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, okay, well, let's just okay, let's get into it a little bit though. <laughs> Some people are saying that because of that, you know what it is, uh, that that's kind of a slap in the face to the women that have worked their way up and and have uh you know uh, the women's revolution or whatever it was in wwe a couple, so like a they're taking years ago. he's he's taking their spot on the card i i see people say that yes hmm. that, okay that, so that shouldn't be allowed where was the controversy when china was wrestling men in wwe winning men's quote-unquote titles i don't think the controversy is that she's Right, China I, fought. Oh no, guy. I remember. I remember. Oh, she looks like a man. She's built like a man. You know, blah blah blah. But that's different because she wasn't. She was just a a built up female. You know, I'm, I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm just trying it, to play devil's advocate okay. here. In, in because my opinion, I, yeah, let's start a conversation. Okay, real it, real know? conversation. It's sports entertainment. Do I agree with a uh, male who is transitioning to or? A, a female playing uh, basketball, per se, at a collegiate level. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. But we're talking about professional sports entertainment at this point in time. Yeah, I see where you okay. come from on so, that. Sure. All right. I mean, 
there, there's things I, you know, it, it's a very, very, you know, left thing and right thing. You know what I'm saying? That's not even that. Oh, uh, but it is. I mean, because I, I, I have, I have uh, friends, personal friends who, who, you know, identify as, you know, their opposite gender. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's, yeah. you know, good on them if, if that's what they want to do. But when it comes to professional sports, I don't believe, you know, we're, we're seeing, uh, you know, in sports now where yes. uh, men who are transitioning to women who are wrestling women on a collegiate level. Wrestling, yeah, that's wrestling track, everything. Horrible. And right. Yeah. Terrible. And they're MMA. They're blowing them away. Look at MMA. You know how, how this is happening now. You got <laughs> yeah. guys who are transitioning female who, who are fighting, you know, genetically. That's going on in MMA female. also? I, I didn't know. Oh, that. yeah. Okay, I haven't really watched Yeah, because they had the one, I can't, I can't remember his name, but he had to go over overseas and fight because nobody wanted him. Oh, fighting okay. women over here. Oh, okay. And I'm I, sure I, didn't, happen, I didn't even know that. You know, but all right. Yeah. But you know, for 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 me to see Nyla Rose doing what she's doing, um, well, I can see your point because it's it's uh, takes guts. Sports entertainment. Sure. <laughs> sports entertainment. I hate that word, but I was going to say work, and I was going to say something else, but uh, but I don't like really any of those terms. So, but but yeah, so I can I can see your point. As far as that goes, I'd love to uh, book, book, book that angle. <laughs> uh, all right, That'd let's let's uh, get to the question that was asked by Tim Schaefer. Uh, any tips for someone heading towards the end of their career? He says that he is wrapping his up in February and just wants to go out on a good note. Hmm. Well, here's the thing: don't say that you're retiring because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, I, I made that mistake uh, the, the first time I quit wrestling. I, I said I was retiring, and then I said it the second time I was quitting wrestling You're that like I was Terry retiring. Funk. Yeah, so I, I just don't say it anymore. Uh, you know, it, once it's in your blood, it's in your, your blood for life. It's the worst drug you can ever have. Yeah. I, and I love it. You know, it's like I say, there's no one, you know, let's, let's face it, there's people who know what I do for a day job. There is no one in this world who is ever going to ask me for an autograph because I cut him a nice steak. You know what I'm saying? The <laughs> yeah. um, fact of the matter is I, I, I'm a, I love the attention, and I, I love performing. And it, it's just something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, if you're winding down your career, you know, do it quietly. Don't, uh, you know, don't have that big last match and announce it that this is my big last match because – you know, when you have two or three big last matches, you know, the fans eventually don't buy into it anymore. You know, I still got fans coming up to me. Oh, how many more times are you going to retire? Well, I didn't say retire this last time. I stepped away from the ring to take care of some personal issues in my life. What if he's legit? I mean, what would, if, if you know the person is like, what was his name? I'm sorry. It's, it's, well, it's Fat Tony. Oh. Fat Tony Cardi. Oh, okay. If he's legit, I mean, if it really, if he's really retiring, what advice would you give him? Just what I just said. I mean, <laughs> I mean, because you can, you will never, ever, 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 ever leave this business. I don't, if you're sitting outside the ring trying to enjoy a show, fans are going to try to goad you into one last match. Yeah. If you're still friends with the promoter, he's going to talk you into one more match. And once you get that, once you get that one match, and you get bit once, 
the bug starts biting a little harder. Oh, yeah. I have that second match. <laughs> you know, you, my, my advice is be true to yourself. If you really, really don't think you're coming back, then. But you did know. you think you were coming back? I, no. I, I believe I was at your first, I, I think it was your first retirement match. Uh, was that the MWO match uh, when you left your boots in the ring? Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. So I, um, I was there at that time. You, I'm sure you thought that that was it. Yeah, I, I blew my leg out, and I thought for sure. You know, it was, it was circumstances that were beyond my control that was forcing me to leave. Right. Um, so I legitimately thought I was done. Okay. Um, I was able to rehab my leg. And, you know, like I said, once that bug starts biting, I want it back in. Uh, then my second retirement, um, I still got it. I still got uh, diverticulitis and Crohn's disease. Had to have the surgery where they removed, you know, a good portion of my bowel, amongst other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I thought after the match that I had with uh, James Rampage that, uh, well, the doctor told me if uh, the infection that I had in my bowel at that time would have burst, I would have died. So I announced I was done. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a very religious man, but I'm just going to put it like this. Uh, through the glory of God, uh my Crohn's disease has regressed. Uh, it's not as bad as it was. Um, you know, I do still have the occasional uh, fire uh, up. Yeah, yeah. It, it does double me over, but I'm not currently taking any meds. And, you know, I feel confident I can get to the ring. So that's why I came back. Now, when I stepped away at the beginning of this year, it was to get my life in order. Uh, uh, but I'd never said, you know, Hey, this is my last match. You know, uh, right. I may have said, "Oh, this is the last time you're going to see me for a while." Okay. You know? So, you know, just be true to yourself. If you really think you're gonna, if you really think you're going to be done, be done. Uh, I see you're saying it's uh, surgery uh, related. I wish you luck in that. Um, but if you know your surgery goes well, you know you're going to want to get back into that ring, especially that age. Yeah, I mean, I you mean, know. You're a young man, you know, you, you, you've been traveling quite a bit, and I, I hate to see you go, but fact of the matter is, is you're not going to go too far because it'll pull you right back in. How about doing, maybe you should do like an angle, you know, like a long-term where somebody like his partner turns on him or somebody puts him out of action. That way when he comes back, he's got built-in heat. Well, see, and, and that's kind of weird because like when I came back the last time, I thought no one was going to remember me. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. And, uh. So uh, Fat Tony is the type of character where people are going to remember oh, who yeah. Fat yeah, Tony exactly. is. Yeah. Right. So that's until, like I said, that's <clears> entirely <throat> up to him. It's you know up to him to be true to himself and what he really wants to do. Yeah, so. do an injury angle. Put somebody over. Make it like they're uh, a you know somebody who like retires people. <laughs> now, uh, now, now, when you are are done in the ring. Um, would you like to, I, I mean, I know that you ran your own promotion uh, a, a few years back. Would you consider getting back into that, or would you would you want to work behind the scenes as maybe, uh, you know, like a from a creative standpoint or, or, just, uh, or just training the young guys? See, that's what I want to do. Okay. You're a good booker, though. I, you know, and I, I like doing that, but right now I, and God, don't let these promoters look down on me for saying this, but uh, I really think Michigan's oversaturated with uh, independent wrestling companies again. Um, you know, so I think I, wrestling kind of right now is oversaturated as a whole. 
Yeah, fact, fact of the matter is, if I, I if I was to run shows, I wouldn't want to run right now. Um, you know, I, I want some of these, uh, to use the term loosely, fly-by-night companies to disappear uh, before I decided to start running. Okay. Uh, but my, my immediate plans right now, and I've already talked to a few people about this, is I, I would like to uh, help the guys that can't help themselves, uh, guys that can't afford to... Uh, pay to wrestle but guys who i see a lot of potential in uh i you know i'd like to get a ring and uh charitably take these guys under my wing hmm. and okay uh try to teach them the right way of the business instead of trying to take shortcuts and eventually hurting themselves or someone else right so yeah, okay. you, yeah i mean that that's your wheelhouse ever since i've known you you've been doing that you know one yeah. way or another yeah, so if anyone knows of a ring someone's getting rid of cheaply or would like to donate, <laughs> even if it's not in the greatest of shape, but, you know, I'm sure I can find guys to help me fix it up. Uh, there's one on Craigslist. Oh, uh, there's many on Craigslist. Yeah, I see Craigslist, them pop but... up out, out there every once in a while. Okay, um, huh. now we did a similar thing back when we had Ricky Cartier on here, speaking of the Cartiers. And uh, since he is old school Rick Cartier, we did the old school game. But since you are the pretty boy redneck Levi Blue, we're going to do the redneck game. Okay. So I'm going to give you two wrestlers, and you're going to tell me who is more of a redneck and why. Okay. <clears throat> uh, let's start right off with Captain Redneck himself, Dick Murdoch. Okay. Or Trevor Murdoch. Who's the bigger redneck? <laughs> Gotta be Captain Redneck. I mean, for God's sakes! I mean, the guy, the guy is who inspired Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's the easiest answer to give you. So, and there's another comeback. Trevor Murdoch. He disappeared forever, right? Um, he was wrestling he was, small indie shows. Yeah, huh? Yeah. So yeah, I yeah he I'll dropped do. off the face of the earth for. Yeah, I hadn't seen him around, huh. but uh, yeah, he's doing a good job too. Yep. Um, you know. Uh, it was all that training running across Ethiopia, I think. Oh, <laughs> Got him back in shape. Uh, where you at, Cordy? Where you at? <laughs> Dick Murdoch or Trevor Murdoch? Brace. Uh, Captain Redneck, Dick Murdoch. And I, as well, go with Captain Redneck, Dick Murdoch. Uh, who is the bigger redneck, Black Bart or Ron Bass? Ron Bass. <laughs> I will go with Ron Bass. You do go with Ron Bass. Yeah. I'll right. go with Black Bart. Black Bart's an act, man. I gotta go with <laughs> I gotta go with Black Bart too. I loved both of those guys, but I gotta go with Black Bart. Yeah. He continued that for a while. Ron Bass's stuff in the Southern promotions was pretty pretty sweet. Ron Bass had a chance would to bury you stuff. if you had a chance. <laughs> oh, I know, man. Big boy. All right. Now here here's one that you guys might have to think about a little bit. Uh who's the bigger redneck? Stone Cold Steve Austin. I knew that name was coming. Or Dr. D. David Schultz. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll say Dr. D. David Schultz. You know, I'm going to go with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the reason why is, have you seen this TV show he does where he brings celebrities on with them and they go do redneck things and stuff like I that? I have not. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. It. You got to check it out. I can't think of what it's called. It's like Stone Cold. I don't hell it's called i've watched it a few different times he had fluffy on there a few others it, oh okay. it's a pretty pretty cool show i, I dug it <laughs> i think i gotta go with dr d 
Only because... I feel like I'm being ganked up on here. <laughs> only because <laughs> he... I mean, if you go back, he was going to be Stone Cold before... Way before Stone Cold. Well, he was. Before he slapped. Yeah. He was. But they were really going to push it. I mean, what they were doing the, the vignettes where he was at his home... Yeah. Slapping his wife around, yelling <laughs> yeah. at his kids, right. and then he legitimately slaps Stossel, so that kind of put an end, <laughs> end to that whole thing. He's but, a classic. Uh, <laughs> As is Stone Cold, you know? Oh, yeah, both of them. Uh, who's the bigger redneck, Dick Slater or Terry Funk? Ooh. I'll say Funk. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to have to say Funk, too. I've retired almost as many times as he has. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, I, that, I don't know. That's a close one, but, uh, yeah, I think I'll have to go with Terry too. Uh, Terry's in my, at least top five, possibly top three of all time. So I got to give him props. You actually have a top three rednecks <laughs> you keep like in your back pocket. Or no, no, here's uh, my redneck today. <laughs> you're my number one. Oh man. I, God, please don't let him have a picture of me in his pocket. <laughs> Who's the bigger redneck? Cowboy James Storm or Jamie Noble? Oh, Jamie Noble. Without a shadow of a doubt. Man. Oh, come on, man. What the, what the heck was that? Nadia. Nadia. In, in the trailer. Nadia. Uh, you know, because I, I haven't watched those guys in like a while. So I'll go with Noble. Thank you. Yeah. I got to go with Noble as well. With or the, t- with James, the wife James, beater t-shirt and James everything. Gibson. Jamie Noble, James Gibson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And wasn't he wearing? Well, at least as James Gibson, he was. And he wearing, had the cutoff jeans. He was wearing the uh, the General Lee type. Oh, I think he had. The I don't trunks. remember that part. That might have been when he was in Ring of Honor as oh. James Gibson before oh. before he became Jamie Noble uh, in in WWE. Uh, another redneck faction. Um, two guys from there, the West Texas Rednecks. Who's the bigger redneck, Kurt Hennig or Kendall Windham? Oh my god. <laughs> I'll say how I say Kurt Kendall Hennig. Jenner's a bigger redneck than the other two. <laughs> I'll say Kurt Hennig. What? Yeah. Uh, I'll go with Kendall Wyndham just because he's Bass's kid. So, and I say Kurt just because he he's kid, an outdoors right? guy. Uh, no, Blackjack's kid. Blackjack's yeah. kid. That's right. But I got, yeah, I'll go with Kendall too, just for the whole uh, incarceration thing oh. due to the uh, the uh, counterfeiting the money. Kurt outdoorsman. <laughs> Um, listen to uh, like country music. So rap is I, crap. I'll go. Yeah, plus all that. <laughs> That's solid gold there. That backfired on them big time, didn't it? You know what's oh, well, like, well, it shouldn't have. It should have got them over. No, I'm not. No, I'm saying they. Those guys were supposed to be the heels against those uh, the rap guys, oh, Master yeah. P, and it, oh and them, it, and it totally yeah, Master totally P. Backfired. Oh, okay. Ma- yeah. You don't remember that Master P? Like originally brought in the. Uh, I don't even remember the name of them. Yeah, uh, but it his I mean, group or posse or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I, don't I don't even remember who was in it now. But rap uh, is crap. Yeah, yeah. That's why oh, they. Yeah, had, I remember. The that's why the first deal of that. Yeah, it's stupid. They got over. That's why they made that song. They got. They, they put it got on over. a CD. They put it on. They a did. Set. <laughs> yeah, they had. Yeah. They had two songs. They had. They had uh, rap is crap, or they had I I hate rap. <clears throat> And then I don't remember what the other one was. But oh, yeah, they had I like they rap. had two of them. Yeah, that one was called oh, I Hate okay. Rap. But I don't know. Then the they other had the one. other one. I don't remember what it was. All right, who's the bigger redneck? Dusty Rhodes or you might not even be familiar with this guy. Dirty Rhodes. What the hell's Dirty Rhodes? I will Rhodes? say. <laughs> he was a Memphis special. I will uh, say 
I'll say dirty roads just because of more like the real background, shoot I, background, you know? All right. I got to go with Dusty because I don't know who the hell <laughs> Dirty Roads is. They should have brought, well, I think they should have brought Dirty Roads in as uh, as the, uh, what, what was the mask gimmick that Dusty always Midnight Rider. I think they should have they brought him in as, and, and gone against Dusty as, as him. At one I know, point. and he did I mean, he had job. the same same physique, <laughs> uh, looked looked a lot like him. Yeah. Um, I think I mean, he could punch better never than Dusty, saw him, though. Some, but yeah, yeah, I, I would have to go with him because I'm pretty sure he was a legitimate redneck. Uh, yeah, Dusty wasn't even. I mean, Dusty was like upper middle class, lived on the nice side of town, you know. And his whole gimmick is right. raised son of a plumber. <laughs> exactly. Well, I guess any man whose mama would name him Dirty, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> who's the bigger redneck, Skinner or Bray Wyatt? Hmm. Um, Skinner. I love Skinner. That guy was awesome. I agree. He was. That I, was a good gimmick. Yeah, I, I love the Skinner gimmick. I'll, I'll say, I'll say Skinner too. I go with Skinner as well. Um, it's Bray Wyatt. That's a good. That that was a good gimmick too. That was a it, good gimmick. It is but... in NXT when it came over to the Fed and they muddled it up. I hated it. So. Hmm. Yeah, they 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 didn't handle that right. Now I do when... like. Bray's Pee Wee's Playhouse thing that he's got going on right now. Yeah, I but do too. I don't care for the fiend so much. You really don't? I really don't. Hmm. I I I do, but it can only go so far, in my opinion. I I mean, it it, it can't have staying power. It it can't have. Legs. I can't buy into a guy who wrestles in a Halloween mask. I I, I know <laughs> I get it, but I can't. I I just don't like it. Really, I. You know, I, I am shocked that they do the whole thing with. Do they play the music the whole time? I, I know they turn everything red. Right. I mean, I'm I'm surprised that they've gone that that far with it. Does but, he still uh, do the walk backwards? Um. You know, honestly, I've only seen. I think I've only saw the. I I don't even yeah, know. He did it. If oh, I, okay. So he's still doing that as yeah. the fiend. Because Blassie, Fred Blassie, used to do that. He did. Different though. He oh, would, okay. I never knew that. He would do it. <laughs> he would do it like on his on his head. He would. Put his head back and not just use to his show hand. his like old school strength. No, this his was when he was strength? younger. It was like part of his gimmick. No, I know, but I'm just saying that's an old school way to show your neck strength to like roll on your head like that. Is that what he was doing? No, or? it was like during the match, like he would be away from the corner, okay, and, or he would go under somebody's legs. Like he would just tilt his head back and then arch his body up and then go run backwards. But his head would be he'd be rubbing his head on the mat. It was the weirdest looking thing. Really? Yeah. I have to look that up. Yeah, I've, it's I've old, old school, man. <laughs> See, I, I always hated gimmicks like the Halloween mask. Like, remember when the Undertaker had like the oops, the skull looking type mask? Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, Kane with his big red, you know, a welder's mask. I didn't care for that. Oh really? He, you didn't he like, go back didn't like so that? far? No, the Yeti. You know, all, oh, God, all that crap. Yeti. You know, the Nightmare Freddy's Jason and all that. And Freddy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, I could never buy into that stuff. So. <laughs> You know, the fiend when he came out, I thought the mask was really cool. I just thought that maybe if he would take off the mask and transition into another character, a la mankind type of deal, you know. <laughs> right. But, but you know, I'm not a writer, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'll just throw a couple more out here. Um, who's the bigger redneck? Jimmy Jack Funk or Jimmy Wang Yang? <laughs> Jimmy Jack Funk. Okay, Jimmy Wang Yang, who is 
Is that like the <laughs> the Chinese Asian rapper? cowboy? Or something. He's yeah, an Asian, Asian cowboy, cowboy man. Yeah. I'll go with about? Jimmy Jack Funk. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Although cowboys go, are big in Japan, though. I yeah. will go with Jimmy Jack Funk as well. And uh, I, I just recently watched some of his stuff. And uh, what an underrated guy. I, and I'm surprised when he left there, he, he kept that gimmick. I'm surprised he didn't turn back to Jesse Barr. Yeah, but, uh, but, I mean, he went to Global. Jesse I mean, he had some wasn't he the juicer in WCW? Oh, that, it was Art Bar. That's, uh, oh, that was Art Bar. Okay, yeah. my bad. Um, and uh, one more, I'll just throw out: uh, Who's the bigger redneck, Hillbilly Jim or the Mighty Wilbur? You're talking Mighty Wilbur from like the fifties? No, he was uh, he was like Incubus, I want to say, in in Kevin Sullivan's army, and then they turned him into a. Uh, in the dark army, and then they turned him into like a hillbilly was, guy with, with Paul, Paul Jones. Jones. Yeah. Paul Jones was a heel manager. Mighty Wilbur still wanted to shake everybody's hand, so Paul Jones used to like freak out. He called Paul Jones Puddinhead. Yeah. Paul Jones would like have a conniption. I, 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 I always loved hillbilly Jim, so I gotta go with Jim. <laughs> Mighty Wilbur, one of your favorites at one point. He, he was also he was pretty big in England and uh, under a different gimmick. Um, I'll say Hillbilly Jim. I'll go with Hillbilly Jim, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, huh. Thank you again, Levi Blue, for being our one-year anniversary guest. Uh, any parting words before we got to go? Um, not really. I mean, you guys want to uh, check out the shows I got coming up. Go to... Uh you know, my Facebook page, but it's Levi blue. I think I ticked off a few other Levi blues out there when I actually got that, uh, <laughs> Facebook name, you know, uh, Oh, so you don't have to put any gimmicks. Yeah. It's just uh, regular Levi. It's just regular Levi blue. I yeah. was one of the Facebook pooping founders, you know, <laughs> going to the bathroom. Ah, there we go. Oh. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, go check out an indie show for God's sakes. I mean, you, you, you want good entertainment. Yeah. For, for your dollar you know you, a lot of times you can't even go to the movie you know family of four for the price that you can go to a, a independent wrestling show true you know and these guys go out there they're I agree they're they're, they're they're your future wwe awroh impact superstars you know uh these guys are really trying to shine for you like i said they're trying to earn their spot they, they want that viral moment and it's up to you the fans to make this happen for them uh you know, you got you got guys out there right now that are in the future. You know, I'm looking at MM3, who's incredible. Uh, you know, Dread King Logan, uh, Eric Eli or Ely. Um, you know, Billy Ray Daniels. Mm-hmm. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, just let me throw one out there that was that really impressed me at uh, the the Valor Pro Show, and that is Heidi Katrina. Heidi Katrina. Oh yeah, you got the ladies out there, you know, busting it too. Uh, fact of the matter is, if you want to be a pro wrestler yourself, I hope you guys don't mind plugging uh, me plugging the House of Truth. But check no, out the House all. of Truth. Probably one of the number one training facilities in Michigan. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's others. You know, you got the PPW training facility in Flint. Uh, you got Eric Breeden, uh, the Electric Company. Uh, and those guys the, have been around for a while. Yeah, too. The, the list yeah. goes on and on as to how many uh, pro wrestling schools are out there. So if you want to be a wrestler, you want to do what I do, do what these guys are doing, go out there, do it right, and, uh, you know, go out there and make a name for yourself and, you know, find your viral moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brace Beamer, any parting words? Uh, 
Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. Oh, God, Everybody that is coming up, holidays. isn't it? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I know. I forgot all about it. All right. Uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Yeah. <laughs> Levi, thanks for coming on. And Mad Dog, fantastic job, as usual. That, uh, that's an interesting shirt there. I've never seen that one before. The Foley yeah, shirt. Yeah, I don't even remember where I got it. Hey, but, who's the bigger uh, redneck? Levi Blue or Backwoods Bam? I, I was going to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, Levi Blue. That is a discussion for another time. Oh, so, I've been getting ganged up on. <laughs> All right. Uh, keep checking the Butch Blood Facebook page. Uh, we possibly are going to get another show in before the end of the year, but don't hold your breath. Uh, so thanks again, everybody, for joining us, and we will see you next time on Wrestling Tonight. Yeah. Spider to the fly